Normally, we have Wednesdays with Walton, obviously, on a Wednesday, but we're going to do it on this Thursday. Things got a little busy yesterday. The Cardinals had a makeup game at 1210. We like to visit with Brian uh, usually in the morning of the afternoon on Wednesday, and then we had to fly out to San Francisco, and that's where I am originating from, Brian, in his home office, as we talk a little bit about the minor leagues of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hey, Brian, uh, good morning to you. Good afternoon. Might be morning and afternoon, so it works for both. How are you? I'm doing great, Dan, and it's an exciting time of the month as a number of Cardinals minor leaguers get recognized for their contributions in April. It was a good month for a number of the top prospects in the system. Yeah, let's start with that. The minor league player of the month for the Cardinals, and uh, who do we have? Well, Moises Gomez was a clean sweep. Uh, This is a young man who was picked up as a free agent, still only 23 years old, but a free agent from Tampa Bay in the offseason. And the first two weeks of the season, Moises Gomez, an outfielder, was the player of the month in the Texas League. So, you know, he got off to a tremendous start, leads all the minor leaguers uh, in across baseball with 13 home runs. And 11 of those were in in the month of April, Uh, 25 RBI and 22 runs scored in 17 games for Springfield. Uh, slugging percentage, 15.19 OPS. This guy just basically dominated the Texas League, much like Juan Yepes did a year ago. Did you have any idea about this kid when they picked him up? Not a, not a bit. I mean, he was a player that uh, before COVID was ranked in the top 20 prospects of the Tampa Bay system, but like so many others, that year off and then coming back, he didn't really play all that well. And he thought, well, this is probably a, a roster filler guy who they want to, you know, to uh, give him some at-bats at the higher levels of the system. And so I, I think everybody's surprised. Obviously, if Tampa Bay knew what he was going to do, they, they probably would have tried to find a way to keep it. Absolutely. How about the pitcher of the month for the Cardinals? The Cardinals organization uh, made a good selection, I think, for pitcher of the month as well, and that's Gordon Graceffo. He's a guy that we've talked a lot about. He was a fifth-rounder uh, last year and um, really came into his own. He had the opportunity, Graceffo had the opportunity at, at Palm Beach to pitch regular innings, make regular starts. Because, you know, so many of the draft picks, you know, only pitched an inning or two once a week because of their heavy workloads. But the Cardinals, when they brought Graceffo in, assessed that, hey, he could handle the workload, uh, did extremely well um, at Palm Beach last year. He was our um, organization-wide rookie pitcher of the year last year. And so he came out with guns ablaze and got a promotion to Peoria, high A Peoria, uh, 0.83 ERA, 30 strikeouts in 21 and a third innings, Hitters only hit uh, 133 against him, and uh, you know he was exceptional uh, in terms of keeping runners off the bases altogether with a .51 WHIP, and that means he allowed one runner every two innings. So uh, exceptional uh, performance for Gordon Graceffo down at Peoria. Yeah, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the International Player of the Month, International League, and that is Nolan Gorman and. Uh, what do you say about Gorman? He's obviously knocking on the door right now of the major leagues, and, and it may be sooner rather than later with the things happening up here. You just don't know. Um, but he had a, a tremendous month, and uh, that's all you can do if you're Nolan Gorman. Juan Yepes is knock on the door and see if they answer. That's right. And we talked a lot about this in spring training. Both those players, Gorman and, and Yepes, came to camp with a chance to make the team. Um, neither one performed well enough where you said, hey, they've pushed their way onto the roster. They fought their way on. That didn't happen. And then, of course, you know, when the Cardinals brought in Albert Pujols late and uh, and, uh, Corey Dickerson a little sooner, that also blocked off a couple roster spots temporarily. But to his credit, Nolan Gorman went back down to to Memphis where he was last year and, you know, played, again, exceptionally well. Uh, Hit the ball for power, but also for average, batted 338. 
Now, you know, everybody's watched his home runs. Again, he tied uh, Gomez for the most in all of minor league baseball in in the month of April. But what we also saw is that his strikeouts went up. And last year, Gorman's strikeouts at AAA were below 20%, which was a very good number for a power hitter. But now they've gone up in the in the upper 30s. And so, you know, it's clear that Gorman maybe have sold out a little bit for uh, for power. And he's got to, you know, kind of find that middle ground again and, and bring those strikeouts down because that's really the only – flaw if i would say in his game right now that would you'd say well that should keep him from the majors his defense certainly he's not going to be a gold glover like tommy edmund at second base but he's going to play a very credible second base at the major league level and i don't think his defense is what's holding him back right now in terms of when guys make the jump brian from level to level but let's talk in generalities about going from triple a to the big leagues, and I understand that every every player is different, but how much does the strikeout rate usually jump when you see these kids make that, that jump from AAA to uh, the major league level? Well, there's no doubt, Dan. You know this better than I. I haven't watched it for a quarter of a century. Um, the pitching is better at the major leagues than AAA. There's no surprise to that. And the competition that the hitters face is going to be greater. And so, you know, you want to see Gorman bring his strikeouts down because if it's a, a high 30% in the in the – Minors, you know, that could be over 40% in the majors, and that's not going to be, you know, that's not going to cut it. So, um, you know, the, the quality, because the quality of pitching is better, uh, and, you know, and, and they're, they're a lot better at sequencing their pitches, and, and in the minor leagues, especially at the lower levels, pitcher sequencing, you know, you kind of can tend to figure it out sometimes. At the major league levels, guys pitch backward and, and throw breaking pitches and fastball counts, et cetera. So, you know, I mean, let's go back to, you know, just not very long ago when Dylan Carlson came up. You know, everybody thought by the time Carlson came up, hey, he was going to be can't miss. You know, he struggled a little bit for his first few weeks like a lot of major leaguers do. Uh, and went back down the minors, kind of got his swing straightened out, came back up, and has been up ever since. So, you know, I think expectations are going to be extremely high whenever Nolan Gorman makes it. And like we saw in spring training, if he's not careful, that could cause him to put a little more pressure on himself and make the challenge even greater. I love seeing Major League debuts. We got another one yesterday at Juan Yepes, a couple of doubles. And and he's the kind of guy that uh, if you wanted to um, – you could put him against righties or lefties. He's not just a lefty specialist, which is something I think that you have to keep in mind. Yeah, Juan Yepes is, is you know, it's a very interesting case because he, he was initially a third baseman. Uh, and when he uh, had the opportunity to join the Cardinal system in the trade for Matt Adams back in 2017, he's moved to first base. And he certainly can defend at the major league level, but that's not his forte. He's not going to be a gold glove player. And with the struggles that we've seen Dickerson have at designated hitter, uh, Juan, you know, he's certainly not going to take Paul Goldschmidt's job or, or Nolan Arenado's job, but you know, Juan Yepes is a guy that can hit the ball. We saw it in triple a last year. We saw it in double a, we saw it in the Arizona fall league. This is a guy that just dominated three different levels of play last year. And I think with a chance as we saw, obviously his first game, two doubles, um, you know, Juan's a guy that, that I think can give the Cardinals some good at-bats this year. They're just going to kind of have to figure out how to mix and match to, to get him chances. So primarily he's been a first baseman, corner infielder, now playing corner outfield. How much has he done that in his career, corner outfield specifically? Just several dozen games in the minor league. Not, not a lot. Uh, but the Cardinals did, you know, give him exposure to, you know, playing in the corner outfield positions, probably better as a left fielder, doesn't have a, a, a strong of an arm as for a right fielder. But again, you know, he played third base, so it's not as if he has a, a weak arm either. But, you know, the, and the Cardinals started him in right field um, yesterday. So, 
you know, he's a guy they're going to have to mix and match and find spots for him. But that versatility is the same reason that Brendan Donovan's up with the majors right now, right? Guys can play multiple positions. And it's, you know, one of the reasons maybe that Nolan Gorman is still in the minor leagues because the Cardinals have said when Gorman comes up, he's going to be a, a regular. They didn't say everyday player, but he's going to be a regular. And right now there isn't a regular position that's clear for Nolan Gorman to play. But as you said, you know, things can change in a hurry, whether it's COVID or injuries or trades or whatever it may be. Do you have a waterproofing issue in your basement? Stratum Structural Systems is there to help. It's why they're the number one waterproofing company in the Midwest. They put the customer's interest first, provide lasting solutions, and eliminate the homeowner stress. StratumRepair.com. Because we care. Hey, it's Dan McLaughlin, and I want to remind you about Rottler. It is pest season, and that means you need to go to the most trusted pest control company in the Midwest, and that is Rottler. Rottler.com. How about uh, Michael McGreevy and how quickly you think he may move uh, in terms of, of levels this season? Yeah, it's really interesting to to think about the the wealth of pitching that the Cardinals drafted last year. It was really a nice situation that the Cardinals uh, picked Michael McGreevy in the first round. Unlike Graceffo, um, McGreevy you know, only pitched an inning at a time, and so he didn't really get a chance to show much. But he, like Graceffo, was challenged at high A Peoria this year, and the two of them were neck and neck in terms of their stats, Graceffo and uh, McGreevy. Uh, either one of them you know, could have been the pitcher of the month, uh, Graceffo's strikeout-to-walk ratio was a slightly better, but McGreevy was recognized. Again, you know, we're talking about an ERA in the one, you know, one area per game. He was named the Midwest League Pitcher of the Month over Graceffo. So you've got two guys that, if they keep pitching like they pitched in the first month at High A, they're going to get, you know, they're going to end up in Springfield before too long. And you know, the Double A Cardinals could use the help. So. And, and, and one of the things we've seen in the Cardinals organization, they've been fairly aggressive with promotions, challenging guys to, you know, move up a level when they show that they are ready to handle it. And, and here specifically in terms of top prospects. And McGreevy right now is our number seven prospect in the system, and Graceffo's number, uh, number 13. So he's not that far behind. And, you know, he, uh, I mean, a great pick for Randy Flores and his scouting group in the fifth round. Brian, uh, first month now in the seasons uh, for the minor league levels. Any trends that you're picking up on right now in, in terms of what you see with the Cardinals minor leagues? Well, I think it's sort of the thing we talked about. The Cardinals uh, used uh, 13 of their 20 draft picks last July on pitchers. And those pitchers didn't really get a chance last year, for the reasons I mentioned, to to show their stuff. And now a number of these guys um, – uh, Austin Loves and others, uh, Trent Baker, are getting their chance to you know pitch in rotations and and start to to lengthen out. And f- for that reason, the Cardinals' pitching is better across the system than it was last year, and the win loss records of the teams are better as well. And so you know that's the obviously the desired effect. The, the most important thing, of course, is to get future major league prospects. And as we talked about, uh, those two pitchers at at Peoria uh, look like the real deal. Wrap it up with this: What's happening at thecardinalnation.com? 
Well, we've been very busy in tracking all these awards. We did our own awards as well. Um, we do every month, at, and they were out earlier. And the difference that you can see at the Cardinal Nation is if you want to read about other players uh, who did well last month. Uh, so, for example, even though Gorman and Yepes weren't the players of the month, you can look at their stats comparatively in terms of home runs or batting average or slugging or whatever it may be. So, you know, we go deeper on the prospects than anybody out there. And most of these articles are free that we where we look at awards and recognition across the system. Uh, we're continuing with our weekly team reports from our local reporters in the, all the minor league affiliate cities. And here in the next week or so, I'll have a new update, as I do each month, of the Cardinal Nation's top prospect list. And, of course, our prospect guide is still uh, for sale, both in the uh, hard copy spiral-bound book version and the PDF form. So uh, if you're really interested in Cardinals prospects, uh, please get the Cardinal Nation prospect guide. Hey, Brian, thanks for always being flexible. Love the info, and uh, we'll catch up next Wednesday. Enjoy your time in San Francisco, Dan. You got it. That's Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. This is Scoops with Danny Mack.